What's up, everybody? We have 10-ish minutes as usual with Mr. Adrian Allen and Pete Trier from Vortex Edge across the table from Mark and myself. And today, we want to talk a little a bit about carbines and the optics that go on top of them, but more specifically, how high the optics that go on top of them are being mounted. What we're seeing as of late, I would say especially, is that they're being mounted up very high at unprecedented levels. It's it's getting... Uh, it's getting I don't know, maybe maybe out of hand, who knows what. Uh, no, but you guys are going to tell us, because I know you guys have, for example, on the carbines in the table in front of us, it's a couple of UH-1 holographic sites mounted. So this actually goes in both red dots, holographics, and even low-power variables. We're seeing people mounting optics up higher. And uh, if you're not really in the whole carbine world, maybe you shoot a lot of bolt gun or something like that, you're thinking, I thought I was supposed to get the optic as low to the bore as possible. What's going on here, guys? Why are people mounting these optics so high nowadays well it, it's kind of funny before before a flat top receiver on an ar your only option was to mount a red dot on a carrying handle so it, it was mm. it started off as the highest mount possible yeah and um you know as the ar evolved we started mounting red dots closer to the bore and then over time there's just been this kind of evolution we've gone from exact co-witness to lower one-third to like 193 height, and now kind of the, the latest craze is these super high mounts that'll put like the optical center line at about a 2.26. It's inches, just, right? Inches, yes. Yep. Yes. And it's just funny how it evolved. I mean, it was originally a really, really high mount on top of a carrying handle, and we've kind of come full circle, and we've come, come back to that. It's kind of like cell phones, you know? You started yeah. off big, and then you got super <laughs> small, and now we're getting back yeah. to Big, you Cell know. Phones, exactly. But, I mean, you guys are right. I mean, super high. I know I'm gonna call it super high, but high mounts, man. They are hot right now, Jim. They are so hot right now. It and it's honestly not for everyone. You know, here, here's the thing. It 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 works really well for guys who were, you know, who like patrol cops, where their fight's gonna be in a stand up position. Like, okay. Like if you're just gonna shoot prone all day, um, and you're a normal sized person, it's probably gonna be a little uncomfortable for your neck. But when you start putting on equipment, body armor, it starts making sense. It gets that sight up higher. You don't have to squish your head down lower. It, it start making it starts making more sense, and it, it works with night vision better too. If you have to, if you have dual tubes, if you have to have the ability, you know, you want to shoot through your optic and, and go passive and not use a laser, it really helps out there. So, but once again, it's 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 not for everybody to go out there and get. And it's really uh, it's kind of bizarre shooting with it at first. You just, I don't know, Adrian, you want to just, yeah, first, time, yeah, first I mean, time you tried that? First time I tried it, um, same thing. Felt like, you know, I didn't have any, uh, any well, I did swat hands there. Uh, did, ah. uh, didn't have any type of uh, cheek weld. <laughs> Some people have jazz Trying to hands. catch myself, man. <laughs> trying to catch myself. I'm trying to stop that habit. Uh, felt like I didn't have any, you know, good cheek weld, things like that. And uh, I was kind of like, man, it kind of sucks from the prone. But the reality is, once you get off the range, you don't spend a lot of time in the prone. So hmm. took a little time getting used to it, but now that I am, um, definitely improved my speed, my uh, first shots on target, target transitions, things like that. So, And, uh, you know, Adrian or uh, Pete, you were talking about, you know, having like a lot of equipment on, so you might have a vest on. Right. And you're talking about like the envy stuff. Are you noticing those speed gains even like as you're dressed right now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. All across I, I don't the board. know if I've noticed yeah. speed gains, but it, it allows me to keep my head and eyes up a little more. When we really noticed this, it's funny, I got I got a 193 mount. We really noticed this when I first started to work here a couple of years ago. These were starting to come out. And Adrian came from like a precision background world. And he, 
you know, I was telling them about a 193 mountain. Oh, it's not going to work. It's going to hurt my neck. Oh, for a you, one to six here, like this yeah, razor. Yeah, yep. this mm-hmm. one to six. And eventually, okay, he started playing around with it, started liking it, and we, we shot it. And everybody on the range shot a 193 for a while. And then we got the first one to tens, and we didn't have any 34 millimeter mounts. And the only thing we had was standard height. And like we didn't realize how much we really missed those 193 mounts until we were forced to shoot something else. Like to a man, we were just like, oh, this is painful. Like it just, <laughs> it felt different moving your head down behind that yeah. optic instead of bringing that up to your head. So I think like a traditional height, if you put it in the inches, I think it's somewhere around uh, the inches. Um, it's somewhere around <laughs> 1.4 inches, if yes. I'm not mistaken. So yes. that's what like a standard cantilever mount for a low power variable. And even uh, 1.4 is like, uh, I can't remember if that's, that's one third or co-witness. Absolute co-witness height. Yep, absolute. Okay. And then one lower one third is kind of all over the place. It's anywhere from like one five. Uh, some people say one seven is lower yeah. one third, and they say one, lower one third because um, if you have a red dot, you can still see your iron sights in the lower one third of the picture right. in mm-hmm. theory. Mm-hmm. And then the one nine three height that what this is um, kind of has an interesting backstory because it's a very specific height, and it was it was designed to do a very specific thing. In the early wars of the uh, early days of the global war on terror, you know nobody had these long rails, so they had these nine-inch rails. And at the time, SF guys were using these big, boxy IR lasers. They were called PEC twos, and they were huge, and they would take up the entire top of the rail space. Mm. And all the all the uh, they were starting to get into the early stages of the variable power optics, the Schmidt and Bender short dots. They wouldn't f- literally fit on the gun with that laser, so they sent it out to a manufacturer, I think Larue. And he kept sending prototypes that were eventually higher and higher and higher. And 193 was the minimum that would actually clear that laser, physically clear it. And then over the years, guys are like, they did it for a specific reason. And they're like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Like, they actually enjoyed having the, the, the optic up higher. So hmm. it just it kind of evolved that specific height. And to this day, it's kind of the standard for a, a high mount in low-power variable optics. So yeah. I don't think most people know that backstory. For me, when I've shot behind it, I remember it, it was in a way like getting used to going from a 1911 or a Smith & Wesson MMP then to a Glock all yeah. of a sudden, where it's it's a learning curve because you're you know when you do that transition, your hands are always in the wrong spot and you're always going nope. You got to just make that extra little cant to your wrist or something. It's a little bit like that where you bring the gun up and you're like oops, and then you got to kind of you almost end up relaxing your shoulders a little bit, like yeah. you said, mm-hmm. Pete and and Adrian. I'm sure you. No, in, in terms of maybe like your speed or just comfort when shooting, which is important, you just are more natural. Like it just uh, feels yeah, you're a little more upright. I feel like I have more uh, margin of error, I guess, with a little bit higher mount. You know, one thing we noticed, uh, like what, what kind of margin of error? Well, like um, especially with a dot, right? My presentation doesn't have to be you know spot on. Um, okay. uh, just because I'm not not kind of with a regular uh, height mount kind of have to drop your head in just a little bit behind the AR. And actually, what we noticed once when we were playing around with some coach's eye stuff is as we were doing our presentations, uh, the gun would come up onto target where we could shoot, and then you know, you're know you knocking your head forward a little bit to get down behind that optic, and you're actually driving the uh, the butt of the rifle down. Oh, and sure. And then it points the you know your, your sight and your bore up, and then you have to correct and bring it back down. So we noticed that a little bit, and um, just don't have that 
you know, type of tendency to do that anymore. Subtle plug for your guys, uh, for coaches eye stuff that we do at Vortex Edge. That yep. is a uh, high speed video playback and analyzation. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of big words right there. <laughs> uh, it's an app that we use, and then we uh, we go through and diagnose different things that's going on in your shot through high speed footage. But yeah, you can really see stuff like that. Yeah. And that's pretty, that's, that's an interesting finding. Two tenths of a second on a presentation if you get rid of that. Mm-hmm. So. Now, is there any correlation, like when we've done a little bit of pistol stuff, like, you know, you guys are, uh, if I recall, Call correctly, I'm not you know the the edge uh, the edge coach, but like you know you're like oh you know bring bring the pistol up, don't bring your head down. Is this kind of like a similar thing going exactly. on? Exactly, it, it exact correlation. You still kind of have to move your head a little bit. I mean, there, we can't get to the point where we're putting an optic a foot above the rifle, right? But uh, it's exactly the, the it's like stormtrooper mount, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what your laser's for, right? Yeah. But um, no, it's it's exact correlation. You want to that. minimize unnecessary movements. Unnecessary sure. movements are. And I think we're really. Where it really shines is is like uh, SWAT guys, entry guys with helmets, body armor. Everything's really uncomfortable, and it just it helps you get that optic into your face a little bit, little yeah. bit easier. They don't make that uh, all that armor for like moving around a whole. It's just nice. It seems to be made to be just in your natural upright position. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this now: a couple of accessory, uh, other accessory and uh, compatibility things. One, you have a magnifier on the same type of riser behind this UH-1 over here, so obviously you can get your magnifier. That's important. At the same height as the optic. Yep. The other one that I'll ask, though, is, okay, when we're talking red dots specifically, a lot of people want backup iron sights, and they get they get oftentimes um, it's it can be a really big thing for them. They have to have it. Now, are you then what, – what do how do you guys feel about that? Because in this case, if you mount an iron sight behind an optic that's at a 1.93 or 2.26 or whatever inch height, you're not going to be able to see it through a holographic or a red dot sight. Just, yeah. It won't be there. I'm running out of options here. I'm running out of real estate. And to me, my secondary sight system is the visible laser that's on this um, mall. I mm-hmm. mean, that's it's just something I've, I've learned to deal with. I mean... In a perfect world, you could have a, a, a magnifier, you could have a high mount, you could have an infrared laser, you could have backup irons, but unfortunately, there's only so much real estate, mm. and at the end of the day, you have to start trimming stuff, and to me, the iron sights are the first to go. Yeah. The, if you have to go with iron sights, um, the 45 offsets are pretty good, especially the flip-down ones. Okay. So, um, you know, that works pretty good, and, you know, it'll get you out to 50 yards or so. It's a backup, backup sighting system. Yeah, sure. I was going to say, what about cheek weld though i mean we kind of touched on a little bit earlier like oh you know when you first tried you're like oh this is different you know when we've done some training like things aren't necessarily bad they're just different so how is your cheek weld um kind of you know it depends on your face and your stock and things like that i i find i might lose a tad of the recoil control just a little bit um but uh, i think it really depends on the person i've seen some people build up a little bit of a, a, a stock there too, um, mm-hmm. stock pad or something like that. But for the most part, I haven't, I haven't had any problems with I it. I have a larger face, so yeah, it doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, I have it, kind it of a tall matter face. To me. I, I actually feel like I gain recoil control because yeah. I can actually have the rifle a little bit lower on sure. my body, and the optics are coming up a little. Oh, higher. interesting. Yeah. yeah, so I actually feel, you know, some some guys who might be a little sh- shorter try to do this. You know, and now you're lo- losing leverage over the gun, where I can I can actually be kind of down here. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, because you, know you don't I mean? want to have that bottom, just that bottom point of the stock kind of up the there toe. in that awkward pocket of your yeah. shoulder. Um, At the end of the day, it's, yeah. it it may not be for everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta give it a shot, and with anything new, you gotta give it a fair shake. You can't just pick it up and be like. Eh, this doesn't work for me. I don't like how it feels. You really have to spend some time with it. You know, try yeah. it out. Put yourself on the clock and and see. I wasn't a believer at first, but 
you know, I stuck with it for a while. And as I said, I've definitely seen improvements and I couldn't imagine going back yeah. right now. So. That is how many a good idea went ignored is by people who just didn't give something a shot. Absolutely. Ah, I've tried this. It's worked well enough for me forever. And why change? It's like sometimes you got to be willing to adapt. But uh, but yeah, this seems to be when we talk about calibers and cartridges and stuff here with Ryan uh, Muck and Hearn, we talk about like things going in and out of style, if you will, and calibers that were once popular. They go to the wayside, and then all of a sudden somebody discovers it, and they're really just kind of like kind of just finding something new for the sake of finding something new and trying to spice stuff up. This does seem like it has a lot of functionality, though. Mm-hmm. It uh, it I don't feel like this is one where people will be like, oh, everybody needs to strip off the high mounts now because it's cool. Then yeah. I mean, there will be maybe some of that. But uh, but this actually has some functionality, and I'm glad you guys were able to explain it for us. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Well, yeah. if, uh, if anybody out there has any questions or thoughts or whatever it is about high mounts for optics on carbines like this, definitely hit us up. Also, go follow uh, Vortex Edge on Instagram, too, at Vortex Edge. Uh, that's a place you can also submit questions directly, and uh, guys like Pete, Adrian, the other crew down there at Edge can answer those. But yeah, hit us up. Also, in the comments below, if you're watching on YouTube, that's cool, too. So, uh, without further ado, we will see you on the next one. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.